Provision 10.3 emphasizes independence by saying, the AC does not comprise former partners or directors of the company's existing audit firm or auditing corporation. A. Within a period of two years, commencing on the date of their ceasing to be a partner of the auditing firm or director of the auditing corporation, and in any case B, for as long as they have any financial interest in the auditing firm or auditing corporation. So here we can see how an AC's independence is compromised if a member had just recently stopped being a partner of the audit firm. There is a clear self-review thread in the AC as this person would likely be associated with the recent work of the auditor. Also, if there is a financial interest that this person has in the audit firm, it would not be permissible. As the AC, if we remember, the AC is in charge of recommending the auditor. So with this person on board the AC, the AC might then be unduly influenced to recommend and retain this audit firm. Note here, this clause is stricter in the sense that the person just needs to have a financial interest right? and that would disqualify him. He does not need to be a substantial shareholder or its equivalent. All said, the board should closely consider stakeholders' perceptions when appointing an AC member. Sometimes even if the criteria is being met, the individual had left the audit firm for more than two years, the individual has no financial interest in that audit firm. So he meets the provisions, isn't it? But he may have been a partner at the audit firm for the past 30 years. A long-standing partner. And yes, he's retired, but in the eyes of the public, wouldn't there be an amount of familiarity threat? Wouldn't stakeholders feel a bit uncomfortable? it might be better to appoint someone else to the audit committee so as to preserve its image and reputation of independence. 